What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Keeping It Raw, and this is episode numero dos. That means number two for those of you who don't speak Spanish like myself. So today, I wanted to talk about some things that I would change, and this isn't personal stuff. These are important things like pet peeves. So let's talk about some pet peeves. Let's get into that and solutions that I have for some pet peeves. Uh, also talk about some other things in life that I would just change, you know, inconvenient things. So jumping into it, pet peeves. Some of the biggest pet peeves are there, out there are things like uh, people chewing. People hate that. People hate listening to other people chew. Unless it's, I guess, an ASMR thing, right? But people hate people chewing. It's one of the biggest pet peeves that has always been around. People chewing, hearing other people chew loudly, chewing like a cow, those kind of things. Apparently, it's a big deal. It's usually like on the top list of things that people can't stand. Um, another thing, uh, another pet peeve are people who are chronically late. You know who you are. You know who they are. People who are chronically late, always late to the party, always late to work, always late everywhere. Those people that are always late are late all the time to things except one thing. There's probably just one thing in their life that they're not late with, and that is the thing that they cherish the most. Maybe it's going to bed. Maybe they're on time to go to bed. Maybe they love work, and maybe that's the only thing they're on time for. Maybe they hate going to everything except parties, and they're always on time for the party. You know who they are. People who are always late. People who eat your food without permission. That's another big one. People who don't use blinkers. That is my biggest pet peeve. People who uh, who are constantly bashing everything you like. The food you like. The TV shows that you like. Everything you like, they hate it. All right, people who are constantly on their cell phone. You're trying to have a conversation. You're trying to be a legitimate, genuine human person, having a genuine human person experience. And you got people out here constantly in their phones. Okay, it's happening. It's a normal thing nowadays. However, it is still out of control. It is still not okay to do it. Referring to themselves in the third person, another big one. The endless selfie person. We all know this person or people on the internet constantly posting selfies and putting their little quotes in there like this isn't five years ago, like this isn't a thing that only teenage girls did. Now everybody's doing it, constantly posting the selfies. And then the last one that I'm going to talk about are the issues we have with slow internet. Slow internet. You know when that browser isn't loading that web page just quick enough? You know when our favorite app on our phone isn't loading just quick enough? Because we open that app so many times, we know how fast it should be going, but for some reason, it is not going fast enough. We know that. And what do we do? If you're an iPhone user, you close out the app altogether. You quit and shut down the app, and you restart it because you know how fast this should take. And for some reason, it's not taking it fast. It's just not going fast enough. We all know how that goes. The other thing is um, uh, that I have a solution. Okay. 
so another one is, I guess, the holding a door open and the person you hold it open for isn't acknowledging you or isn't saying thank you, you know, common courtesy or people who you let into your lane and they don't wave back. That kind of stuff happens. So I've got some solutions to these pet peeves. I don't think they are, it would be a popular solution. However, I've got a solution I want to throw out there and I wonder why uh, people just aren't um, more willing to accept it. There was this um, cartoon, I guess you can call it, a cartoon not long ago, well, probably long ago, that was called Punchinello. And if you don't know the story of Punchinello, this is the story that's going to launch into my solution, okay? If you do know the story of Punchinello, just keep listening because I think it is a relevant tool we can use today to help combat some of this social pet peeve uh, uh uh, 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 issues we have. Sorry about that. Stuttering a little bit there. But Punchinello, the story of Punchinello. Punchinello was a guy that nobody liked. I think he was a wooden puppet or something. I don't r- recall. Uh, I think uh, that the guy um, was going... I was trying to remember what exactly he was. He, it wasn't a widget. It was a... Uh, one of those um, antique uh, novelty items. I'll remember it later after the podcast is done. However, Punchinello was a guy that walked around town, okay? In this town, people got ranked. You would either, if somebody liked you, they would give you a gold star and it would stick to you, or they would give you a gray dot and it would stick to you. So the more gold stars you had, the more popular you were, you were the more people liked you, the more gold dots you had, the more people disliked you and you were frowned upon because people could see how many stars you had. People could see how many gray dots you were wearing because when people gave it to you, it stuck there. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't wash it off. You couldn't rub off the gray dot. It was there. It was always going to stay there um, until something big happened in which they would fall off, okay? In my opinion, when it comes to things like driving, okay, commuting, and raise your hand out there no matter if your car, if you're in your car, no matter if you're at home yourself, raise your hand if there are certain things you hate when you are commuting, okay? One, two, too many hands to count, okay. All right, so here's the deal with that. My solution when somebody doesn't use their blinkers is to have a ranking system for each car. So you know what's going on with this car that's either in front of you or behind you or to the side of you. You know what's going on with that car. They are ranked, okay? They are ranked by other drivers. So you can give them a star or you can give them a gray dot kind of system where uh, if they didn't wave at you, if you let them cut in front of you, they got a gray dot, okay? Or if they did wave at you, you can give them a gold star because if they appreciated it, then you would say, okay, I'd let that person in again because, you know, they waved, they acknowledged me, they gave me some kind of, okay, so I would let the, don't use your blinkers, you're getting a gray dot. Use your blinkers, you're getting a gold star. All right, that's how, that's how that system would work. It would also work for people you held the door open at the store for. You hold the door open, they acknowledge you, gold star, good job, you acknowledged me, okay. You could also give it to the person holding the door, gold star, thank you for doing that. You know, some people, they wait forever to hold the door and keep it open for you. I know there's flaws to this system, I get it, but I'm just saying this is a a possible solution. I didn't say it was going to be popular, I'm just saying it's a possible solution out there. Now, 
We all have these pet peeves we have, and in my opinion, that's the only way you can get most of, uh, get rid of most of the social pet peeves that are out there. It's a possible solution. I'm just saying. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about uh, in regards to things I would change is change. I'm not talking about we all need a little change in our lives. I'm talking about actual change, coins, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters. I think that the whole thing about that is just so old school, just so outdated. I mean, did you, okay, so pennies, I'm sick of having pennies all the time. Pennies, pennies, pennies everywhere. They're not worth anything. Did you know, did you know that last year, each penny to make one penny cost one and a half pennies. Did you know that? Did you know that it costs a penny and a half to make a penny? 1.5 cents was the cost per penny. And that price has continued to go up. It is costing more and more to make a penny. How irrelevant. How unnecessary is this? There was a law uh, that there were a bill that was uh, being considered in Congress to get rid of pennies, to stop making pennies. Now, if you stopped making pennies, the value of the penny would go up. But the cost to make pennies is not worth the cost of the penny. When it costs you 150% to make a penny, when it costs you 50 percent more than it's worth to make something it's ridiculous you wouldn't do that for any other thing no company would legitimately do that they would be bankrupt they'd be out of a job (laughs) it'd be shut down but only the government could do something like this for so long and get away with it it's silly it costs 1.5 cents to make one cent imagine if that was the case with your car. It costs one and a half cars to make your car. Ford be out of business. Toyota, goodbye. Volkswagen, go back to Germany. One and a half pennies to make one penny. There is no other industry there is no other product. There is nothing else on the market that would still be on the market with those kind of costs. The nickel, okay, the nickel costs eight cents to make. It costs eight cents to make five cents. Did you know this? Now, that was down. Okay, because it was costing 11 cents to make the nickel. You know why it's down? According to the Wall Street Journal, the nickel, too, is dead weight for taxpayers. Production costs stood at 8 cents last year, down from 11 cents. The lower cost per coin is largely a result of rising production and reduced metal costs. 
only because the cost of metal went down did the cost of the nickel go down. The rest of the coins, they turn a profit. A dime costs 3.9 cents to make. Of course, it's worth 10 cents. A quarter costs 9 cents to make, worth 25. Only with a nickel and a penny. So the penny is the most uh, expensive one, just because it's... 1.5 it costs 150% to make it uh, I'm spending way too much on this topic I'm, I know, I understand but that's just my two cents I did not write that little pun there that was just off the cuff appreciate it, don't, I don't care this this is turning into a rant and I'm sorry about that I'm just those are my thoughts on the penny all right, let's jump to another topic. So another thing I would change has to do with YouTube. Okay, if you spend 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day on YouTube, you'll appreciate this. Okay, YouTube trending. Okay, so if you, if you um, have an account with YouTube, there are a couple different pages, okay? When you log into YouTube, let's say from your app, there are there's the home page, which are uh, suggested videos based on other videos that you've seen. Some of them are repeat videos that you've seen in the past. Some of them are ranked videos, uh, but most of them are suggested videos based on other videos that you've watched. The next category is trending. The next would be subscriptions, so um, channels that you subscribe to, their latest videos. Okay. I want to talk about the trending category. So when we think of trending in today's social media climate, we think things that are viral, okay, the most popular of videos out there. And when you consider a, a, a social media a site like YouTube, you think of the most viral, the most popular video. That's what you're thinking when you think of opening up the trending. Okay. However, trending on YouTube is not, I repeat, is not what's actually trending. You know how you go to Twitter? If you have an account with Twitter, you open it up, you go to trending. It's going to be the most trending uh, either in your region or around the world, that kind of thing, in the U.S., uh, those kind of things, legitimate trending topics, okay? For YouTube, it's whatever YouTube wants to put in trending. So a lot of times, uh, YouTube, a couple years ago, they announced that their trending was going to be more based on bigger channels, and they would also feature a couple smaller channels, okay, of at least 10,000 subscribers. Uh, that's, I think, their minimum. So when you go to YouTube trending, it's really just what they choose to put up there. And so uh, a lot of YouTubers have like denounced this. They hate this because when you pull up trending, it's usually either the top um, 
uh, trailers that have been released, like Marvel movies or Disney movies, their top trailers, or it's the top comedians like uh, Jimmy Fallon's most popular video out, or um, uh, what's the other guy, James uh, Corden, or Go- what's his name? I can't think of it. Uh, the t- the Late Late Show guy, <laughs> his stuff. Um, you know, it's little segments like um, I guess what do you call it? Karaoke carpool, that one. Uh, or it's going to be music videos, the biggest music video released. It's going to be, you know, the um, uh, Joe Rogan podcast or uh, Bon Appetit or uh, Myth, Good Mythical Morning segments, things like this. Those are all going to be in the trending when you open up trending. You know exactly what's going to be there, okay, when you open it up. The problem is that it's not true trending material. There are bigger viral videos out there that is not falling under the trending category that is creating such a big uproar among people who watch YouTube. So one YouTuber, H3H3, said, why don't we, why don't you guys just change it to something that's more accurate? Why don't you just call it YouTube's choice or editor's choice instead of trending? Because it's they're not true trending videos and I just hate that because a lot of it's either political stuff or a lot of it's uh you know uh propaganda stuff you know or it's all stuff that's somebody up in YouTube headquarters was like uh this is going to be it this is going to be the main stuff that we're going to feature today and then it's just inaccurate so changing that to something more appropriate along the lines of editor's choice or YouTube's choice or YouTube editor's choice or YouTube trending. You know, even just changing it to YouTube trending instead of just trending would be more accurate. I've spent enough time on that. Okay, so, okay, so, like a queso dip, you know you like it. You know you like it. Glass windshields. I have... Okay, so a couple weeks ago, I'm driving down the road. My I've had my vehicle for not quite a year. I've had it. It doesn't matter how long I've had it. You drive on the roads all the time, and all of a sudden, this random rock out of nowhere hits your windshield. Raise your hand if this has happened to you. Your windshield just got chipped. Your windshield just got cracked out of nowhere. Okay? This is so annoying. This is so unnecessary. Why is this still a thing? Glass windshields. Okay. So I got this. I'm driving to my friend's house. Get this rock. I'm telling you, I could have sworn that somebody chunked that rock out because there was nothing else around. There was oncoming. There was nothing else going on. And I wouldn't put it past it for some kid on that random street to be throwing rocks out of the backyard. So I, I get to my friend's house. And I'm like, guess what, man? Well, it was a group of friends that were there. I was like, guess what? Some random rock just hit my windshield. I got the first thing I got to do tomorrow is get some sealer so that thing doesn't spread. So I did this in the, this happened in the springtime. Here's the problem with the springtime in North Carolina. In the springtime, it's freezing at night and 90 degrees during the day. 
So because there's drastic temperature changes, not only do you get sick so quickly, but your crack in your windshield spreads like wildfire. This is ridiculous. By the next day, it covered half my windshield. By the end of the week, it was entirely across the length of my windshield. It started as a little chip, and it was a, I'm sorry, it wasn't a little chip. It was a big chip. It was probably just a little bit smaller than the size of a quarter. I don't know where that rock came from or how fast it was flying out of that kid's hand that threw it. I'm just saying it had to happen. But it happened. And because it happened, that thing spread so far. Now, one of the lines that goes directly, okay, so it goes directly across my windshield on the lower side, probably like five inches, if that, above the bottom of the windshield, okay? Not a big deal. I don't care. It could stay down there forever. As long as it's not obstructing my view, I think it's, a, I think it's safe. That's what I was told. So on one side of it, it decided like about where the passenger seat is to split up. So it's up. So it went up now and it started to form a circle. And it's a small circle about the size of a softball, but it's about 75% of a circle right now that it, the crack has turned in. And I'm like, how did, how does that happen? And I'm telling you, it's this weather that has a lot to do with it. I mean, I don't know if there's any solution. And another friend told me, Hey, as long as there, if you can't feel it, you know, inside and you can't feel it outside, then it's probably in the middle, you know, because the way glass is made, it's made up of three like panels. I don't know. It's a whole thing, but glass windshield. So my immediate thoughts were, because I've had to replace a windshield before, and they're not cheap. And the newer your car is, the more expensive the windshield is. Because not only does it have all these little sensors in it, but now it's got all these monitors that help control and it gauges things. Ah, it's a ridiculous concept. But my windshield has it. The problem with that is that it costs more. And it, so I'm thinking of solutions like, why is there a windshield? Why can't it just be made of plastic? So I looked into it. So I looked into why windshields are glass and not plastic. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things that is just, I'm sorry, my dogs just were running in the house right now and it kind of freaked me out. Uh, okay. Uh, so why is plastic not the most common material for windows? So I looked this up on Quora.com, and there are two possible reasons for this. Glass, a.k.a. silicone dioxide, mostly, is just more durable than than most plastics. It is especially less affected by scratches, which guarantees that it stays nice and transparent for long. Whereas plastics are very subjected to scratching and will become milky and just not look nice at all or through relatively quickly. Uh, Just try to use the same water bottle for a longer period of time. You'll kind of see what happens. So uh, glass is made up of silicone dioxide for the biggest part, which can be extracted from sand, of course. Uh, But plastics, on the other hand, are hydrocarbons. Now, those are obtained from oil like petroleum. But guess what? There is more of on Earth. It's not oil. 
So, of course, glass is made up from sand. Uh, glass is easily recyclable. It can melt. Uh, they can form it to um, shatter. So glass, the windshields now shatter to the size of, like, rock salt. So uh, so it's, le- it's uh, a better safety um, device. But plastic, I mean, a hard plastic or a bulletproof type plastic, which I imagine is going to be more expensive or bulletproof glass, you know, that exists out there. I guess the main point is just that it is, uh, it's more, uh, cost effective. It doesn't scratch so easy, you know, it kind of remind me of, uh, lenses like glass lenses. So glass lenses aren't, um, aren't, uh, just glass anymore. They're made of like polycarbonate. And so polycarbonate, which I'm pronouncing wrong most assuredly, is uh, just, um, it's not a mix between plastic and glass, but it's essentially just a more durable uh, man-made device or man-made material so that it does scratch less, and uh, which is very interesting interesting topic. So polycarbonate is an incredibly useful plastic for applications requiring transparency uh, and high impact resistance. It is a lighter alternative to glass and a natural UV filter. So it's often used in eyewear because of this. Uh, It naturally can block UV rays and or filter UV UV rays, not block because um, I know a lot of sunglasses out there do advertise as like 100% UV protection, that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I just feel like there got, there's got to be a better solution. I saw somebody driving down the road at a like uh, 40 miles an hour in a 55. So of course that's a huge pet peeve. But the reason I realized once I passed them that they were driving so slow is because their windshield was cracked everywhere. Somebody clearly took a bat to that thing, okay? I mean, I didn't see it happen. I'm just saying that's the only that's the only reasonable conclusion that I can reach regarding why that windshield looked that way. It was bad. So that's why this car, which was entirely unsafe to be driving and would have got caught and pulled over if a cop did see this, was driving so slow on the road. Ridiculous. And that kind of stuff does happen. But, and, and it is... Uh, clearly imagine how much less I guess the I was going to say something about the rage regarding you know people taking bats to windshields uh, how less you would see that or how less that would happen if it wasn't made of glass and easily breakable but we all know that if you took a bat and somebody was mad enough that they'd take it to anything that they could break so they'd take it to the side of the car for instance and total out a car just from bat swings <laughs> so number one we're not getting rid of glass apparently for windshields i guess it's just too cost effective <sighs> whatever <laughs> and number two don't go cheating and make somebody mad to break and bust your windshield i guess that's should be number one right wow Anyway, those are some of my thoughts on things I would change. Pet peeves, pennies, and nickels. I'd stop the whole flow.
Stop it all together. YouTube trending, glass windshields. These are things that can easily, easily, <laughs> these are things that can easily stop, easily, easily be stopped. Wow. So hold on just a second. A quick word from our sponsor. Oh, wait, there's no sponsor. You are listening to Keeping It Raw, and my name is Raw. I, the last episode, I talked about uh, FBI at my door. Okay, so I'm not going to give a complete update on that because I'll just tell you this. I'm not supposed to be talking about it. I met with the FBI. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, man, sorry. If you're listening out there because you already found, you already found where I live. You already know my social, apparently. Okay, I'm not supposed to talk about it until the trial. I can't say when the trial is, and I can't say where it is. But I've been... I can't even say that. There's so much I want to say right now. Just so much. But I ought not to. (laughs) Um, Well, listen... We're right at 30 minutes. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And uh, if you're listening right now, it's because you're one of my friends that uh, you probably felt guilty and are listening. And if you're listening still, even though we're at the end of the podcast, thanks for listening. We are on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. My name's Raul. Thanks for keeping it raw with me. R-A-W-L, by the way. But you already know that because you're listening. Hold on just a second. We are about to end this thing. Three, two, one. Thanks for watching. Bye.